There's no shame in seeking more out of life. It's completely acceptable to want to feel fully alive. If you feel a calling, if you've reached midlife or beyond and ache for something to light you up or to set you free, then this is the place for you. There's a seed inside you that wants to grow? Well, I invite you to join me in some insightful conversations about what it means to have reached midlife or beyond and find that you want a deeper connection with self and spirit, that you have dreams that you never dared act upon before now, that no matter your age, you're willing to finally meet your heart's longing and start an adventure to your true self. I'm Patty Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible in our beautiful second act. So let's get started. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode of Beautiful Second Act. I'm Patty Diener, your host, and my heart has been heavy, as I'm certain many of yours have been as well. With this Russian invasion into Ukraine, um, watching the news, and although I try to avoid the news, it's like I, I feel it's almost my duty to to witness some of the things that these beautiful people are going through um, in their struggle to try and save their country. And it's just been so weighing so heavily on me lately, you know, just thinking about humanity in general and, and the history of humanity and the things that the terrible things that we do to one another and, and how it has just, you know, it has gone on for since the beginning of time with man that we have done just unthinkable things to one another. But when I, when I, get caught up in that um, downward spiral of depression and, and feeling of dismay over that type of thinking, I, I have to turn it around and remember the beautiful spirits that I have engaged in my lifetime, the beautiful spirits that I have witnessed to do wonderful things in their own communities. And, and then it remi reminds me that all is not lost, but that you know, there's so many people that I know that, that you know, feeling like I've been feeling lately, thinking I'm just so small in the world. I am just one voice. I'm just one person. And what in the hell can I possibly do to make a difference in what's going on? How can I even possibly make any change that is going to help this situation that is so tragic? And I got to tell you, um, I struggled for the last few weeks with wondering that very thing about myself and about how is it that any one person or even a collective amount of people in my own community, how is it that we can make a big difference? And I've been reaching out um, in any way that I can to listen to people that I admire and spiritual leaders and people that have had strong senses of their um, spiritual direction in this world and wanting to know what is it that they think? What is it that they feel? And the thing that came to mind, the thing that was all the common denominator was that we are more powerful than we believe we are. And that, you know, what if our one soul, our one being mattered more than we knew? And it's not, it, the reason why each one of us matters way more than we know is because collectively how we feel and how we behave matters because we have an obligation as 
the human race to try and not try and just do good, but to love and to feel, feel love and give love. And people might think, well, that, okay, Patty, that's just, you know, a bunch of horseshit. Look what's going on. But no, let's stop and think about this for a minute. Love, and I'm not, I'm not talking about romantic love. I'm talking about feeling an obligation as a whole to the human race. When you, as an individual, give a piece of yourself through your creativity, through the light that is just you and only you, the uniqueness of you, because you are a masterpiece, you're a piece of the master, how is it that you can make a difference? By raising your own personal vibration towards your highest good, which will then ripple effect out into the world. And it's just like that whole analogy, you guys, with the pebble in the still water. It will ripple out and it will eventually meet the other shore. And it touches everything. Your light shines brighter than you know. I want to give you an example of something that came to mind today. During, um, during the atrocities of World War II, there were these guys, they called them the Monuments Men. Now, I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie that had, it was an all-star cast, but it's a true story about events that happened around 1943 and 44 when the world was at war. But regardless of what side you were on, who would want the world's art to be lost, to be destroyed, to be forgotten? Because in, you know how fast history can go, you guys, they change the way history is portrayed all the time. Just read a textbook from 1970s and then read a textbook from the 1980s, 90s. Each decade, the history changes in the textbooks just a little bit to where it's almost unrecognizable. In over a 50 to 70 year span, what we've taught the kids back in, you know, the 40s, 50s, 60s, from what they're teaching currently almost everything can be erased. So it's so important to try and hang on to the one thing that we all have in common, and that is that we are all human. And if we put good out into the world, like what the Monuments Men did, is they were out to save the world's art, the world's treasures. And it wasn't because it was of value monetarily. It was because it was our history it was our collective history of beautiful things that humans had created through paintings or sculpture. These were proof of our humanity. It was our world's history through art. And they went out and sacrificed, you know, and, and um, snuck into places where they had stolen these things and taken them back. And it wasn't for just America, it was for the world. And, and now the, some of those uh, pieces are in museums all over the world that we are still able to enjoy today because of that sacrifice and because of that love. But my point being is the people that created that art, the, pe the people that wrote books, that made paintings, that created sculpture, these things are all part of our humanity and they're part of our history. So today, what is it that we can do? You matter way more than you think you do. One person's joy, one person's positivity, 
one person's affection or empathy can emanate out into the world so much more good than you can possibly imagine because we are a collective whole. And if that means that we have to sacrifice a little bit here in, on our home fronts with the inconveniences of the fact that, you know, yeah, it sucks that the powers that be have screwed things up for us with the price of gas or it sucks that, you know, this stupid pandemic is still creating all kinds of uh, division between people. But we can set all those things aside and just try our best to live our best lives and do what we can to be happy and joyful and understanding and loving and giving because there are people out there that need us to be positive. There are people out there that need our help. There are people out there that by us doing good in our areas, we can ripple effect out into the world more positivity and we can tell stories and we can educate and we can hopefully what my my hope is is that this monster will be stopped because he is only one person what he what he is deciding to do and what he is is pushing out into the world is is he's one person if the if globally more people would want happiness goodness joy peace and love then hopefully everything will push that all back and people will be able to fight for the love and fight for good. And I know that that sounds like an oxymoron, but there are ways of turning things around. And I really believe if we don't stop, because now we have things that can literally, we, we're, we, we're intelligent enough to create weapons of mass destruction, but are we intelligent enough to not allow them to be used is the big question. So I got to tell you, I was listening to uh, Carolyn Mace. She was saying that we are one. And by saying that we are one, she means the human race. So we have to remember that all of our energy field around this world is collective. And it ebbs and flows according to where the energy flows are higher or lower. If more people globally would raise our energy field towards good and towards happiness and towards peace and towards love, then it would have to eventually squash out the darkness. And that's my view is I envision the more people coming together with the positive and the light. I mean, darkness cannot exist when light is shown on it. So if that is a truth, if that is a truth, then it seems to stand true to me that if we all continue to build positivity in our own worlds, you think, you know, what can I do? Continue to stay positive, continue to love, continue to not be bitter. Don't allow a tyrant to make you bitter. I'm not saying don't be, don't, I'm not saying to not empathize with those that are struggling because absolutely my heart hurts and I am one of those sensitive beings where I take everything very, very deeply. I feel very deeply. That's why when I see the struggles of others, it, it bothers me so deeply because I don't want anyone to have, I was really hoping, <laughs> foolishly enough, I was really hoping that as a human race that we had, that we were more civilized now to realize 
how horrible in the last century, the terrible wars that were fought in the 20th century and the ability that we have to go back and look at um, film and to look at pictures and to read books, the ability we have to know what happened because of the horrible choices that were made by dictators and terrible tyrants. I was hoping that we would never allow that to happen because I thought that we were smarter than that. I thought that we had grown and learned more. But the fact of the matter is, as long as people are hungry for power over something, there will always be some sort of conflict. And the way that I see to combat that is as a human race, as we are ascending spiritually and learning more about the fact that we are spiritual beings having a human experience rather than human beings having a spiritual experience. If we are all spiritual beings and we are ascending towards our highest good, I'm hoping and praying that we have more and more people that are understanding that globally, that eventually, and maybe not in my lifetime, I'm going to be 54 here pretty soon, but I'm hoping that we will be able to reach a point to where things that are happening like today with this terrible situation in Ukraine, that that will be fewer and fewer and fewer as time goes on. And um, if that's not the case, then I guess that we are destined to just be here to constantly learn. That's all I can, the only explanation that I have for anything that's going on right now is that we are all here to learn and maybe we all learn at different rates. Just like I've always said, people can't always meet you where you are. Um, if you are ascending spiritually and you are reaching closer towards your highest good, but somebody else is struggling with their identity um, and in that struggle, it can make people feel guilt. It can make people feel anger. It can make people feel resentment. Um, and when you're feeling those things, you can't really focus on being your best self and trying to reach your highest good and trying to be your highest vibration. So not everyone is going to be able to meet you where you are. Not everyone is at the same place in their spiritual growth. But I believe, I wholeheartedly believe that when you do the work, when you realize how much you matter, or when you realize how much power you wield, that you can make a huge difference. You can make a huge difference and you do matter way more than you know. It's in the people you talk to. It's in the things that you do. It's with the company that you keep. It's with the choices that you make. It's with the thoughts that you have that you can make a difference. So today, instead of going down the rabbit hole of despair, I decided I want to turn it around. And for me, I know that I matter. And I know that my thoughts matter. And I know that my intentions matter. And I know that I am only one person, but I'm going to continue to try and create. No, I'm not going to say the word try. I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of that. I'm going to continue to create my work, which is talking to you guys, which is writing my stories, which is loving my neighbors, which is being a good citizen to the world, which is 
holding my family close and letting them know how much they matter and to not complain when I have to sacrifice something that is something that I, you know, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, if that means I drive a little less, if that means that I, I use a little less heat in my home, um, if that means until people pull their heads out of their ass that we are able to get back into a place where, um, you know, those things will come back around again. It happened in the 70s. It's happening again now. Um, we we will be fine. And um, in the meantime, I'm just going to do my best to not complain about it because that lowers my vibration. That lowers me down to being disgruntled and to being um, in a place where I'm not contributing anything positive. So for today and each day I will practice this because it is a practice. It's a muscle. It's something that has to be flexed. It's something that has to be worked on because it doesn't always come easy. It, it's not always easy to stay positive. Sometimes it's all we can do to get out of bed. But to remember that there are always those that have it worse than we do. And it is our job. It is our duty. It is our obligation as humans on this planet to do the best we can every day and to bring our best self every day because there will always be those that have it worse than us. So we must practice gratitude. We must show love and compassion and empathy and strive for joy and strive for happiness each and every day. You may not think that that makes a big difference, but quite honestly, that's when creative solutions come about. You cannot come up with creative solutions to problems when you are feeling at a low vibration. You must bring your highest self anytime that you can, any way you possibly can. And by doing that, those that you touch on a daily basis it will ripple effect out to them and they will in tune feel better and they will in tune be able to raise their vibration and they will be able to help come up with the creative solutions because they were feeling differently, they were thinking differently, they were behaving differently and maybe all because of you. So thanks for listening to today. Um, I know that was a long rant and um, I'm hoping that you got something positive out of it because I'm trying my best to live my most positive self. And that's really all, was all that was on my mind today. I couldn't get it out of my head. And I wanted to share that with you. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Um, if you enjoyed this kind of content, you can hop on over to my Facebook group, Beautiful Second Act Facebook group. It's a community of people that are striving to live our best life in the second half of life. And maybe by telling one of your friends or by you going there today, um, you might inspire someone there today to live their highest good and to, to be of their highest vibration. So come on over and join our party there and um, hopefully we'll all make each other feel better and come up with creative solutions to help the world. All right. At least your little corner of the world, right? <laughs> Every little bit helps. Um, I'm also on Instagram at beautiful second act. That's beautiful underscore second underscore act. All right, much love to you guys. I'll be talking to you every Tuesday. I'll be bringing you guys some great interviews here on Beautiful Second Act Podcast. And uh, have a great week ahead. Cheers. <laughs>